0: Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast. Star Wars Sessions podcast. podcast oh, that he loves a good Star Wars Sessions.
1: Absolute legends of Star Wars Sessions. This is the way, this is the
0: way. Please welcome your hosts, Matt Hudson and Luke Bly.
1: This is what the fun against... Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the galaxy, and welcome to Star Wars Sessions. Come for the Star Wars, stay for the Sessions. My name is Matt Hudson, a.k.a. Jabba the Hud, and joining me here, as ever, in the cockpit of the Essex Falcon, he's the greatest Star Wars man, fan, and buddy out there, the original Spice Bay. It's Luke Bly, Master Blywalker. How are you, sir? The original Spice Bay. He he is in London now, isn't he? He's, He's charging got... 600 quid for a steak. Oh, what a steak. Salted steak. When people buy it, like, it's just like Robert Downey Jr. Light, isn't it? It's just a bit like a yeah. man knockoff. Yeah, I hear <laughs> you. I hear you. How but are you, sir? Listen, Oi
0: Oi Savaloy, and yep. I can't even lie. Matty boy, I am feeling rough. Uh, I, feel <laughs> I don't on laugh at that, sorry. Uh, I it's true. I was aware it, of it. <laughs> it's true because I feel really yeah. rough. I've got a stinking cold. It's not COVID, but I've got a really bad, bad cold. Uh, but also, if I sound a bit different tonight, it's because I'm recording from Birmingham, from my family's house. Yeah, up there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why I'm ill. That's why Ill. the water's different. Um, <laughs> No, so I'm, uh, yeah, so it's a double whammy. Well, if anything, you want it to be a double whammy because I'm sure my audio quality sounds different because I forgot my microphone, like a schmuck and uh, and yeah, I'm using my brother-in-law's expect- a- Xbox headset. So, and I've got a cold. So, but at the end of the day, mate, boy, this is where the fun begins. Like, I will not going to miss out on the sessions because oh, no, basically, mate. because of you, sickheads, listening.
1: Yes. That's why, and we are literal sick So I yes. had my um, I had my second coronavirus jab today because uh, I, I had it booked in originally, but then I had to isolate, and then I couldn't get it because I started work and I couldn't get the time off. And then when I was going to get it again, I had to stay in and isolate again. <clears throat> so. Finally got it done, and now I'm also feeling slightly under the weather. So we are we're pushing through today. We're pushing we're through it. hyperspace for you guys, and we wouldn't have it any. Yeah. We just say that before, though. off fair. I have the what, the text message to prove it. We wouldn't have it any other way. Um, we, we're just going to crash.
0: By the time we get to the Bantina, we're going to be like, oh, not it's, good. It's going to be
1: like the Falcon in the Rise of Skywalker just crashed on kef beer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen better. Yeah. Yes, I felt
0: better. Do you know what I had? Uh, our mate Callum, friend of yes. the podcast, he went, he went the other day, he went, um, mate, what exactly is a kef beer? <laughs> he went, I've been, I feel, I felt embarrassed to ask, but what is a kef beer? I was like, look, it's the planet in episode nine in the Rise of Skywalker. So. The one where the yeah. Death Star crashed into it. So That's it, the one with Jana
1: and all that. Well, also, yeah. Callum, it's your next T-shirt idea. Get on it. Um, yes. Well, speaking of that naughty boy, we just wanted to uh, mention once again that the uh, Star Wars Sessions uh, Cowboy Bebop limited run T-shirt is still available. I say limited run because it's only up for a couple of weeks, but it is still going. So if you do want that, it's £19.99 plus shipping worldwide. Uh, you can find that everpress.com. Forward slash star dash wars dash bebop dash sessions and well to be honest, and this is gonna sound like an awful sales pitch, but I recommend it because they are really nice. And one more time, Luke wore this t-shirt and I couldn't keep my hands off him because it felt so good. So uh there's that, that, there's my endorsement of their t-shirt. It it will he make you it. feel good. Uh mate, I, I can't even lie, I
0: was wearing it yesterday and I got a few compliments about nice. it again again and it's it's a limited run it's a good and it's a good quality yeah it's an actual like decent quality t-shirt you know it's (laughs) not something you buy in a shop but maybe you know a a decent shop so may i i am happy with that and talking about extra filth extra Extra. content we dropped our (laughs) podcasts. it's filth we did that on the last day of the month, as we usually do, we try and aim for the last day of the month, but no, yep. uh, the September Patreon podcast, Matty Boy and I have a right good natter, don't oh, we, mate? Yeah. So that's up we, on the Patreon.
1: Yes, we frolic in the filth. Um, we talk about, well, everything from Marcia Lucas to Star Wars Hunters and and more. So it's well worth listening to. Again, they're usually about 50 minutes. It's almost like a a, a main show light you get Per, per an extra one per month plus our own solo shows which we dropped over the course of last month so um we talk about patreon because we love our patrons we love all our listeners we love our patrons and we do have another patron and i've just hurt my hand by punching it lukey boy oh. let's <laughs> give a shout out my
0: voice so really he so hurts. good. Uh yeah, shout out to our latest Patreon our patron uh Pocket Digital Marketing who have signed up at the high ground tier. Thank you so much. earbuncher bunch of sickheads, and welcome to the Star Wars S- Star Wars Sessions <laughs> Sickheads. There <laughs> go. I got there eventually.
1: I got Sorry. there eventually. I don't know if it's Mister Digital Marketing or Mister PDM or you know whatever your salutation <laughs> is. Thank you very much. Enjoy all of the the uh, content of which we've just mentioned and everything else we've got. Like we said, we've got about eighty odd, almost ninety extra shows on there. So enjoy that, and we've got more coming next month, which we're going to be uh, dropping in the next few weeks. We've got a few um, cool Patreon announcements to drop. So. Um that's the Star Wars Sessions news. Newsflash, we're not very well. However, I can hear those healthy chimes of Big Ben Kenobi in the background, which I think only means one thing, pal. Ben! Ben! <laughs> ben. Help me! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Galactic
0: <collecting> News Round. <laughs> Lucy Lawless has said that a fan petition for her to appear as Cara Dune in The Mandalorian may have cost her a role in a different Star Wars project.
1: Lego Star Wars: Terrifying Tales is now streaming on Disney Plus. Filled with chills and thrills, as well as trademark Lego humor and Star Wars in jokes, it's a hilarious and hair-raising experience for all ages. <laughs>
0: And a full-scale T-70 X-Wing will go on display at the National Air and Space Museum in Washington, D.C., beginning in
2: 2022.
0: Hi, I'm Ken Absock, author of Why We Love Star Wars, and you're listening to Star Wars Sessions, probably Britain's greatest Star Wars podcast.
1: Read all about it, Get your news. We've just had some news from us, from the Galactic News Round, and now we've got a little bit more news from the Galaxy as well. This week we are diving into a plethora of stories that have dropped, a smorgasbord of stories that have dropped uh, since our last episode because we couldn't decide on just one to cover as a main episode. So we thought, you know what, in the spirit of sessions and the spirit of sharing and caring, let's give airtime to all of them. Uh, so we're quite excited. We, we do like a, a news show because, again, it just means yeah. we get to just have a chat and get, uh, give opinions on things which may or may not be confirmed. However, the first bit of news is confirmed, mate. The book of Boba Fett—we've now got a release date. We've now seen the first official poster, and we've got a a brief synopsis. And by brief, I mean it's a very brief synopsis. But mate, we're not far out from the book of Boba Fett. But we've now started. But the the hype train begins here, doesn't it? Uh I
0: think you mean spice train for starters. <laughs> Yeah, For I starters, I choo 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 choo, and, choo. And, mind, and mind the gap, mind the gap. <laughs> um, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, we got a filthy surprise uh, last week with the poster and the date, and the internet went crazy. We did a TikTok, and that got a lot of views in like an hour. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was really fun. That was really fun. But it's nice to just have something like in the books you know yep, even if it is they always said december 2021 <laughs> they said that uh, but it. even it, listen even if it is that by two days yep 29th of december 2021 guys that is when book of boba Fett will be released on disney plus yes. yeah boy, i am excited firstly what do you think of the date and what is your thoughts on that bad boy poster
1: uh, for the date it, yeah, it just squeaks in as a 2020 run release it is official but it does squeak in on our podcast we did, we did kind of talk about 2022 because the Lucasfilm VP was getting us excited about what's coming next year however the book of Boba Fett we might as well chuck that in because the first episode yeah. going to air on the 29th of December and then the rest of it is going into 2022 so we're starting next year off with new star Wars and that that's exciting. So as for the date, it's a date in December, which is what they promised It's you know, something to look forward to at the end of the year. And, uh, in terms of the poster, mate, so many people have made fan art of the moment that Boba sat or Boba Boba sat in Jabba's throne after he'd shot a uh, big boy bib. Uh, and then he got Mingnar sitting on the side, um, Fennec Shand knocking back from spotka And, it seems that the Lucasfilm artists have looked at that and thought, "Well, this is what people like. Let's yeah. make it, Let's let's make the first official poster. Literally, just that Boba with his big old gun sitting there. He looks like a he looks like a right G sitting there, doesn't he? <laughs> he looks like a proper boss. Look at him. Yeah. A, you you're know, you're looking F- at it right now, right? Yeah, you're I'm looking, looking at it right now. his armor looks a bit beaten up, considering the last time you saw it. It right well it's good. not the
0: right armor is it,
1: no, it which looks i thought mate. was which i thought was a bit random
0: yeah uh, i don't know if that's telling us that we're going to be seeing flashbacks but i i think that
1: well he wouldn't have his armor necessarily but then it he? might be it, that might this this might be uh, an image which is again it, within the galaxy this he might yeah. commission this halfway through the season when he's had a bit of a scuffle. Therefore, he's looking a bit banged up and he had to get some new armour. So True. this may be how he looks at the end of the season rather than... shame uh, Do you know what? Didn't
0: even think about that. Didn't even think about that. But no, it's just... I'll be honest, mate. I am just so happy for that live-action Star Wars content coming. Yes. But you're right, if- if anything, I think it just adds to that 2022 Star Wars year. <laughs> yeah. You know, 2022. Oh. So we're going to be getting new episodes in 2022 because it's not. I, I'm assuming this isn't going to drop like the whole season on one no, day. No,
1: Well, they're not going to do that. You would, you'd just think be, not, no, but yeah.
0: I doubt it. No, I doubt I don't it. Think they then, are. So that means we're going to get Boba Fett episodes at the beginning of 2022. And we're meant to be. It's not definite but we're meant to be getting kenobi and or and mandalorian season three next yes, year yes and the bad batch throw that in for animated oh mate and who knows what? what else what i mean we didn't even know it a year ago we didn't even know what star wars visions was we'd never heard of that mate. and now we have a whole season of that so an
1: episode on it as well mate. right 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 mate. exactly
0: we have a few uh yeah, we so
1: surprisingly yeah considering that Again, we weren't overly excited about that when we first heard about it, or we weren't as up on it as other things, i.e., you know, the Book of Boba Fett, but that had that had a fanfare. We just had the moment in the Mandalorian. Spoilers, Luke Skywalker turns up, saves the day, emotional send off with Baby Yoda and Mando, and then we think, Oh, that's it. But we think, well, hold on, these these credits look a bit different. I don't think there's any artwork if I remember rightly. That's then- right. Halfway through, we get a mid credit scene. We get a stinger. So uh, The Book of Boba Fett was, you know, it got, it built, it piggybacked quite rightly off the back of The End of Mando. So we've had that excitement already. We've had a bit more to get excited. I am excited. And we got that synopsis, mate. And um, it pretty much reads, The Book of Boba Fett will centre on the fan favourite character, Boba Fett, and mercenary Fennec Shand, played by the Queen Ming-Na Wen, and how they navigate the galaxy's underworld when they return to Tatooine and stake a claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt's syndicate. So uh, Boba and uh, Fennec, we've already seen them working together, they're going to be navigating the galaxy's underworld uh, in Tatooine, and they're staking a claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba the Hutt's syndicate. Now, I mean, he staked a pretty big claim by killing Bib Fortuna sitting in the throne. So... To me, that makes it makes it seem like it's going to be we're going to get some kind of like gangstery type kind of flick where we've got opposing gangs and clans trying to stake their claim as well. That the huts have gone, the big fortune has gone, the last remnants of the hut empire on Tatooine. You know, it's 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 open ground, it's open season, surely. So, I think yeah. when Robert Rodriguez and our boy Brendan Wayne says this is going to be grittier and tougher, I I I, I believe them. I do think I don't. I still don't think it's going to be. What some people want, the R-rated, nothing like that. none of that nonsense, but I think it is going to be tougher. I think we're going to see Boba like we did in The Mandalorian when he was just wrecking shop and everyone lost their minds for a bit. I think that's what it's going to be like, but they have to maintain that over the course of six to eight episodes. They have to have story in there, and not just you know, yeah. Boba making up for years of disappointment for me anyway. No, 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 you're, you're spot on. You
0: are spawned. and I, I know I always go on about this, mate boy, but at the end of the day, Star Wars is all about family. That is the mm-hmm. core thing. That is the recurring theme in all of the saga, all of the Star Wars stories. And I think that's also a good way of measuring like quote unquote "good." Star Wars, or authentic Good. Star Wars, right? Good. Um And and it, this could be as well. You know, it's going to be all about that stuff. It's going to be rough and edgy. But you think about it, we saw Boba Fett lose his dad. You know, we saw that. We saw that what? in the prequels. Mace Windu yeah, chopped Jango's head off in Attack of the Clones. And maybe we'll see him gain a family now. And yes, maybe, uh, maybe he's earned that. You know, maybe he deserves that now, right? So that could be cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he's got, and he's got uh, Ming-Na Wen there. So we has got Fennec Shan. So, hey, look, what do they call it? Um, be- Benic? I think the ship online is Benic. So who knows? Maybe that's where the family begins. But I'm excited. I mean, what we got was basically just that. We've got a date. We've got a poster of it, a character of a moment we've already seen, bar a few colour changes on his costume. And we've yeah. got a synopsis that we probably can't have guessed anyway. So it, it looks like well, sort of stepping outside. It's not... It's not like a huge reveal, no. but the main the main thing I wanted was I mean obviously I would have liked a bigger synopsis, but I understand Look, they're keeping that under wraps, dude. They're not going to be yeah. like oh, Cat Bane shows up and then Candy Club, but the uh, one thing I wanted was was the date. When do when do I have to start prepping now? for yep. some Boba Fett action and When do we have
0: to start prepping for those early morning
1: watches? Book of Boba Fett, the Book of Boba Fett recap, or whatever <laughs> we're going to call it. It'll be called something recap, so yeah. Fett cap. So, yeah, mate. Um, so it sounded, <laughs> oh it, was, it, it sounded like you uh, disagreed somewhat when I when, – because I, obviously I was just saying that the synopsis is kind of what we expected. Did you, you – know, were you expecting something different maybe? Or?
0: No, no, no. Do you know what? I, I, I agree with that. I really do agree with that, and I think that they've given us a few sentences, and I think what people are going to be sold on is the action. That's what the Boba Fett episodes were all about in Mando season two, so that makes sense. But I don't think we're going to have just one season of action. You know, I don't think... I can't imagine that being very good TV. Like It might be cool here and there. It might yeah, be yeah. good for the start, but it needs to go somewhere. There needs to be a story, a point, and that's what Star Wars is about, right? Yes. So when they're saying all of this stuff, I, I, think it's a gr- I think it's a great plot. You know, the underworld, there's a power vacuum. They've got to fill it. It makes sense. What's you different? know, I'll, I'll be honest, Matty Boy, what I think is more interesting is that people are reporting that there is the Marvel Hawkeye series coming out uh, this November. Yes. And the finale of that series is on the same day Book of Boba Fett debuts. I thought that was, that was really interesting. I don't think Disney's done that
1: yet. Uh, No, there hasn't really been that, um, that crossover really before. And, uh, I, I also don't think there's going to be too much of an issue. I don't think there's going to be a clash. I don't think either is going to lose ratings because it's on streaming. If you want to watch yeah. the Hawkeye, you can watch that. And then lo and behold, go and grab a cup of tea. have have, have some brekkie. You can watch Boba Fett or you can watch it after work or or, or whatever. So I don't, yeah. I don't think that's an issue, but they're going to have to start doing that with all the shows coming out from Star Wars and Marvel. There's going to be crossover and that's just the way it goes but the fact that it's on streaming it's not like you have to go and purchase cinema tickets to watch a star Wars and a marvel film on the same day but um could you could you imagine if this
0: ever happens with live action star wars we're getting like two shows at the same time
1: oh. i don't know how i'd feel about that um, i don't know the, the the fan in me says yes yes give me as much as you can but as but at the same time you do need time to breathe there is something fun about it's it's like it's harsh but it's fun about waiting you know we've had to wait a year between mando Ip seasons previously and that year was you know it let us go back to remember why season one was so good it gave us time to speculate it gave uh it gave us time to appreciate it more in our know, absence make the heart grow fonder and all that uh obviously if you've only got like a month gap then you're kind of losing something um somewhat and i think that is also the problem with television nowadays is that things like this squid game that's on netflix I haven't seen it but it's getting a lot of buzz and i've seen people saying yeah. this is the defining program of the year so, well in about three weeks time sadly it, it, people will forget about it and move on to the next one because yeah. there's so much stuff coming out that's so much, much and, content well that's so it that, that's not knocking that show but if you haven't seen it but um you know we in a couple of months in a couple of weeks time something else will come out and that will get the hype and there's so much stuff. But this Book of Boba Fett, though, dude, I'm I'm looking forward to this. You've got uh, Robert Rodriguez, Filoni and Favreau, a show running it. And we've got Kathleen Kennedy, Colin Wilson are your executive producers, as they will be on all the other shows. So I'm looking forward to uh, this particular one, though, mate, this particular live action series, which we know is definitely happening. Yeah, 100 percent,
0: according to The Hollywood Reporter, uh rangers of the new republic is a go ahead um well <laughs> a, yeah i guess good old good old hollywood press they always know what they're talking about right they're like the daily mail they know <laughs> what they're talking <laughs> about fail. that's a joke that's a joke by the way
1: yeah um know, yeah. the fail is yeah no the fail <laughs> Yes, it <sir>. new <laughs> yeah
0: I don't want to add anyone, but that's just how it is. Right. A lot of news is at the end of the day, even when people are genuine, even when people are genuine, a lot of news is very, very rushed. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's why podcasting is so good. Is you get way more of a bigger picture, you know, complicated things don't take two minutes to read on an article or two minutes to explain. And, um, yeah, the Hollywood Reporter have got some things mixed up, I think, and it's kind of got it, it, it's caused a lot of confusion around the Star Wars fandom because Rangers of the New Republic, as we know, was announced last year at the Disney investors' call. Yep. Um, it was going to be directed or, or you know created by Dave Filoni and John Favro uh, specifically. I think more Favreau than Filoni, and Filoni was working yep. more on a yes, but they were God. still they were still working with each other. Yeah, yeah. Now, we have a lot of reason to believe, and we are going with trusted sources here, such as our boy Bespin Bulletin, balloon uh, that that's not the case. Rangers of the New Republic right now has been scrapped or you know at the least it has been on it, it has been put on hold indefinitely like that that thing is not being made. you You can take that to the bank right now. You know they're not making that at the moment, so Hollywood Reporter kind of caused a little bit of a stir because a lot of people are like, oh, what? So is this now back on? You know, have they yeah. recast Cara Dune? Have they done something else? Are they rewriting it? No, that's that's not the case right now. So what do you think, Matty Boy? Yeah. Is it, it could just- have been
1: Lucy Lawless, but um, right. well, uh, well, th- there I we think, go. Yeah, I think it is just. Um, I think it is just you know getting some wires crossed because um, Variety. Uh, mentioned that it's not in active development so and that is the key word active development because what you're saying isn't wrong dude um but the fact that you uh added for now it's not it's not it's not being made at the minute that's the thing it it's not an active development it's still on the cards it's still on the lucasfilm slate but you know that's it's not being they're not doing anything towards it basically it's right it's it's one It's it's the, it's a the level above it being cancelled so it hasn't been cancelled but they're not but they're not working on it indefinitely. So well, um, I,
0: I think if we think about how they wrote Mandalorian season 2 like they were writing they were casting Ahsoka Matt before we'd ever even seen a Mandalorian episode. Yeah. Right let that sink in yeah. So we we know that these things are planned far and ahead, right? These TV shows oh, especially by Favreau and Filoni, right? You're right, they do the have a bit, boys. especially the naughty boys, especially now. Uh, after the sequels, unfortunately. I don't no no I'm not taking a shot there, but <laughs> no, I do no. think that I'm I'm calling a spade a spade. I do think I I whoa, I do think that is a lesson learned. Should we have a drink? I've got a beer. Yeah. Have you got a beer? Uh,
1: no, I can I've got I've got a uh, I've got a water.
0: Uh, I've got water too, but my, my sister in law was like, I've got you a tangled foot to make you feel better. So,
2: <laughs> I mean, anyway, I logic
0: is, is
1: okay. I kind of get it. There's water in beer, so fine.
0: Yeah, it's probably not going to help at all, but I like beer. So, placebo, Matty boy. Placebo. <laughs> Execution. Shall we execute? Oh,
1: Should oh, we? Let's yeah. do it. Oh, Here we go. Oh. <laughs> well. mm.
0: My boy, almost oh. sounded like Boss Nass there.
1: You know? Ow, it hurt. Um, yeah, yeah I, I always find that when I'm under the weather, if I have a beerio, it really bungs me up and it makes me feel rough. Just, just like really like. So I can't, I can't have it. But um, Rangers, Rangers in the New Republic wasn't going to make me feel rough because I was quite looking forward to that show because I've met, I mentioned it before. Ahsoka's going to be all about the Force. um... I can't even yeah. remember the other shows. There, Ramando is going to be about well, like the the warriors per se, the Mandalorian warriors. Plus, we've got a little bit of force in there as well. Uh, Boba Fett is just going to be action on the ground. But but these are all kind of these are all on the ground. I wanted something that was going to be a bit different alongside that, which would be Rangers, which would be which was uh, we we understood was going to be you no know, squadrons basically, and that was that excited me. The idea that we've got a show which is about the pilots because we've got so many about yeah. the, the the force users, the Mandalorians, the, the Warriors, you know, whatever. We need a political show as well. But uh, I was quite looking forward to something a little bit different that also tied in with those other shows we've just mentioned. So I'm still a bit uh, bummed out that they're not actively developing Rangers of the New Republic. But that word is key, those words, because at any point in the future, they could turn around and be like, right, now that we've got, now that the other shows have uh, had a first season, we know where we can go with Rangers. We're bringing it back to the table. So they, they can always bring it back. But no, for now, it's I think it's just a, a bad bit of proofreading. Someone hasn't noticed that on the final, uh, final article.
0: Yeah, definitely. I agree. And it, before I got sidetracked, I think uh, I mentioned that uh, Uh, So all of these shows were being made by Filoni and Favreau. I think there was meant to be this big crossover event between these shows in particular. Yeah, Yeah. and so they're probably rethinking that. In fact, that's probably why they've rewritten a few things on Mandalorian, Season 3, maybe Ahsoka, maybe even Book of Boba Fett.
1: I we think some of that would have had to be d- done with with uh, someone like Cara Dune, who we don't know what her fate is going to be in the Mandalorian, whether she's going to be written out, killed off, recast, um, whatever they're doing with that. We'll, we'll find out in due course, but I do think that's going to have something to do with it because that, I'm sure she was in, that character was in, she's certainly in Rangers. We know that. And I imagine she would have showed up in Mando season three, obs. who's one of the OG of that series. And um, so, that I think they would have had to tweak a few things along the way there. But hey, if it makes for a better show or a better interconnected TV universe, then then great. I'm I am i am all for that, mate. Yeah. Defo, as Jack Grealish would say. Defo. De- oh he's got an awful fashion sense as well. Uh, <laughs> just a throw I, that in. I love Jack Grealish. I love Jack uh, Grealish. I've got I, don't mind, I, I don't mind uh what he wears, you know. I think he can pull it off. <laughs> oh, I think no. he can pull it off. I've got nothing yeah. against Grealo. For those who don't know, he's an English England international footballer. He plays for Manchester City, formerly Aston Villa, and he's um he's a Birmingham uh, boy, mate. He's a Birmingham he's... boy, and he has an awful <laughs> fashion sense. For this has come from me, but um I'm not a millionaire, so I, I've got a reason to um to say that. But somebody, somebody who was quite good at uh doing stuff was. Ralph MacQuarie, mate. How about that for a link? Ralph MacQuarie, good at doing stuff. Um, and this is a story <laughs> which uh, came out in the last week, uh, and it fo- focuses on a, uh, a Star Wars animated films based on the Ralph MacQuarie concept art. Apparently, going to be coming to Disney Plus, which is, on the face of it, very exciting because we've we did our episode on Ralph MacQuarie months ago. You know, celebrating his work and. You know, alongside people like John Williams, and of course to make George Lucas himself, what would Star Wars be without Ralph Macquarie? The idea that they could make an animated, well, they're saying film, is is exciting, especially in the wake of uh, Star Wars Visions, because this would be a reimagining. So they take the like, Luke Star with his kind of pointy white lightsaber, and how Darth Vader looked in those concepts and stuff like that. Uh, and to me, it would like it, it smacks of like even harder sci-fi. Uh, sorry, Deke Starkiller, hard sci-fi, Look at the way 3PO looks, uh, looking like the robot from M and that, th- th- I would be very, very interested to see this, but at the same time, I'd also be very, I'm also very interested in the tone that they take, because Ralph McQuarrie's art, to me, it has a very serious tone to it, like, I know that sounds very odd, but the level of detail and depth and how the characters are portrayed. And I'm looking at the picture now of Vader, uh, well, Darth Vader and Deke Starkiller. That looks like a pretty epic, brutal battle. I wonder what tone they'd go for, because this doesn't strike from what I've seen from Ralph McQuarrie's artistry, It doesn't really strike me as art filled with a lot of levity. And I know it's very odd because they are, static images but they say you can get a lot from someone's artwork i don't mean that about ralph i'm sure he was the funniest guy in the world but his art you know it's very very to the point to me it's beautiful it's stunning it's one of the best concept art in film but it lends to me more of a harder sci-fi um vibe to it rather than the sort of swashbuckling star wars vibe we've got so if that's the way they wanted to take it, and that's just my interpretation, then that would be interesting. Again, an alternate timeline type thing, like your visions, just make it uh, in Ralph Macquarie's image. I think it'd be quite a good dude. Um, I, I don't want him to keep doing too many of these because then I do think it does become convoluted when you've got, uh, you'd have visions, you'd have, let's say, Macquarie, whatever they'd want to call it, and you know, they'd probably do another one. And then you do start to think, okay, which one is actually this cohesive canon now? And then we get what we had in the expanded universe where nobody really knows and they have to go on wookie Wookiepedia to check and that defeats the object but um right i think it's right. a good idea though mate if they want to do it how how, how best to, to honor ralph McQuarrie uh, in my eyes and also to bring that concept up to a wider audience the younger audience as well disney plus animated films dude It it, it yeah. is bold but after visions you know they swung and hit home run so why not
0: well, that's it. Well, th- this story comes from the guys at that hashtag show.com. Um, and they've, they, I quote, they've said after the success of Star Wars visions and Marvel's what if mm-hmm. Disney is looking to expand its animated offerings. And this is one of the biggest ideas getting floated over at Disney at the moment. I'll be honest. I think it's quite a cool idea. It's mm-hmm. quite a cool concept, but like, like yourself, there's one or two concerns. Like, for me, the Ralph McQuarrie art is, is Star Wars. It's filth. You know, like, it, it, it's not too dissimilar. It is filth. You're right. It's filth. That's how yeah. you describe it. It's It's not too dissimilar from what we see in the live action. And maybe as well, just to add to that, to expand on this point, we've kind of already had the... Ralph McQuarrie animated show which is Star Wars Rebels.
1: Yeah, good shout man.
0: You know that's very McQuarrie. You know the lightsabers, the landscapes, the color palette, the tones very Ralph McQuarrie. We've already had that. We've already had that. So I'd be interested to see what they they do. They'd need to make it very McQuarrie. They would I, I could kind of see them doing it in in the way of uh trying to make it look a bit like a painting maybe. Yes. I don't know. So, right something along along that line uh along those lines sorry so yeah it, it's interesting but like you said we are we're at a funny crossroads at the moment in star wars right where canon is very very important they got to plan out these next few years really really well and at the end of the day i i matty boy i told you i was in birmingham earlier yeah man. um and, and, and you know i'm still here believe it or not um we went to the birmingham library which is. is a magnificent building and library it's the That's best library i do i love the building and it is one of the best libraries i've ever been to i think it's one of the best libraries in the world uh, and i'm not just saying that i think it's seen as like a very good library and I went in there, we were looking at loads of different books, and I did find this book from um, the film and TV section, nice. Star Wars The Essential Reader's Guide from yep. 2012 by Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah,
1: I know that one.
0: And it says here, canon and continuity. I did put this on Twitter yes. um, earlier today. And Pablo goes on to say, common questions are how, quote-unquote, real – Are these stories? Do they count? Did they really happen? He goes on to say the most definitive canon of the Star Wars universe is encompassed by the feature films and television productions in which George Lucas is directly involved. Uh, He goes on to talk about Clone Wars and Star Wars. And then he also says about uh, Lucas allowing the expanded universe. Uh, yes, And, And that really... The Expanded Universe, he finishes by saying, though these stories may get his stamp of approval, the Expanded Universe, they don't enter his canon unless they are depicted cinematically in one of his projects. Now, I like that, Matty Boy. I enjoy that because it's straightforward. If you can watch it on TV, it's canon. Now, I think it gets a bit funny. I think Visions is so obviously out there and different that you can tell it's not canon. But I've still had questions about it since. So maybe I'm saying that from the perspective of a hardcore Star Wars fan. Maybe I'm being very biased. I probably am. So I think with this, they would have to make sure that it's definitely a what if. Definitely yes. not canon. They'd need, they'd need to do that from the start. Otherwise, maybe I think this could really flop. It could be yep. really confusing and
1: maybe a bit naff. Maybe. There's always a chance. It could be, mate. There's a 50-50. It could be great. Right. It could be not great. But, um, you know I mean, mate? I, think, I think canon is crucial for any kind of long-form narrative of which Star Wars is, you know, I mean, it's, they, they, they want to, they want to tell these stories from spanning thousands of years. They've got to have some sort of cohesiveness. And I think, but yeah, back in the day when Lucas was involved, uh, Luke, uh, Lucas was, you know, this was his baby. He didn't, you know, let's <laughs> call it what it is. He didn't want anyone else writing Star Wars. It was his thing. Uh, so when it came to the expanded yeah. universe, oh, yeah, you can do it, but it doesn't count to me because it's not in what I do. That's you know, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, whereas now, obviously, I look back, you, uh, you look at that and think, okay, that was George, George was in charge. That's fine. Now is we're in a different era. And I think we're in a better era because now you're not limited. I think it's very limiting. You know, It's very, uh, to, you putting everything in a small box to say, only this stuff matters the, the the films. And at the time, like clone wars, that's all that matters. The rest of it doesn't matter because what we have now is we've got, well, if you look at the stuff like the horror public, but we've got books, comics, video games, uh t- more animated series, TV series, which that connect into the galaxy. But we don't have to wait four or five years for a new film for our new bit of canon. We're getting it all the time. And you, to, and you don't have to read every I don't you know, I I try to read what I can, but you don't have to read everything to keep up with it. The films and the TV, that's uh that's where you're gonna get all your meat from. If you if you just wanna know the Star Wars what's happening in Star Wars, film and TV is where it's at. Uh, unless it's a specialised push like the High Republic, then books. But they've made that very clear. That's a publishing project. So you know they've made that clear. It works for me. And the comics, they, they 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 everything counts. But you can dip in and out and read a story here. Same with the books. You know you can read Bloodline and find out a bit about Han and especially Leia. You know you go and read the Tarkin novel, find out a bit about Tarkin. But if you don't, it doesn't matter. But the fact that it's there and it counts, I think that's I think that's necessary. I think for building the foundations and. Well, it comes down to that planning, mate. And as long as it's planned well, then good. Keep it keep it going. It's, it's when it becomes a bit iffy. But I think you're right. Uh, in terms of this, they have to market it as a kind of what if, yeah. And that's yeah. just to get rid of any kind of confusion because we do so live in a different world now where the first question people do ask and is, is it canon? Which is a bit daft because, you know, at the end of the day, just enjoy it. But uh, this is come from the canon guy. But uh, look, I'd like to see this if it's there I'd like to see it and even though I'm not overly invested in things that aren't canon apart from visions you know I'd, I'd watch this to see you know what a what the galaxy could have looked like if they just went straight up Macquarie well are you trying to say it comes down to something you know it, it comes down it comes down mate how well they do it yeah it comes down to all that big old execution <laughs> oh. mm. Mm. I do wish I had a here, mate ta. in a pub. Yeah. Uh, I was looking through some old sessions photos earlier on, just collating them all together to put in our sessions folder. And I was like, Oh man, remember when we went to um what was it called? Burger Bratz and Grand Central. Good times. Oh. And you know, cold evenings, blue moon, good stuff. We'd record. It, pub was,
0: good. it, it was, was good. It was good. Going like that, Going to the radio, BBC Essex and Chompsford, then going to the yeah. pub after.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be love back it. on BBC Essex again soon, fear not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Defo. Defo. But no, you're right, mate. You're right. I, I, I agree with you. Well, either way, this hashtag show.com, uh, the hashtag show.com, yes. sorry, are saying that it's an early development, this project, mm-hmm. and it's likely not to come at any time before 2023. Even if I, I don't gets know the how green.
1: reliable they are, by the way. I've heard that they are fairly good. They've got a pretty decent record. They're at least reputable, but I don't know you know, how much, whether you can take it to the bank or if it's a watch right. this space kind of thing. However, it's out there for us to speculate about.
0: Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. So that's that bit of cheeky Ralph goodness. And plus, it's good just to hear that name again. You know, of to course, hear that mate, yeah. legacy of Ralph Macquarie continue, you know. We shouldn't forget that. Um, no. In other news, <laughs> oh. our boy, Menemah has been a busy Little boy. Uh, Matty boy, should we play the audio? (laughs) Yeah, listen to what Mina's been saying, that filth
1: bag.
2: (laughs) So you posted this photo in March with the caption, Hey, just so you know, when I escape, I won't hurt any of you. The spiral that you created, (laughs) the shockwave, the power you hold... Can we talk about that? What, what what's going on, man? Uh,
0: yeah, just man, yeah, just manifesting, you know, uh, just manifesting, trying different things. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> there's not much more I can say about that, but um, you know, I had heard murmurings that you know this role was coming up and this is becoming a real thing, so I just kind of wanted to throw my my name in the ring and um and yeah, just part of manifesting what you want, you know. I think we live in an age now that's so different than, you know, the 70s, 80s, 90s Hollywood, where, um, you know, there was no social media. It was really just your representatives putting things out there for you. But now, you know, we have the ability to put things out there for ourselves because of social media and and because we can, you know, put things out there. So, um, yeah, just wanted to put it out there, I guess. I, for
2: one, I think you'd be a great Ezra Bridger. Um, Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> wow. Yep. Well. Ezra Bridger. This is about Massoud, He dropped a post on Instagram, uh just with him. It was him with an Ezra Bridger quote, basically, wasn't it, from Rebels, and people picked up on it and they went a little bit bonkers with it, dude. So it's nice to it's nice to finally hear him talk about it. Yes.
0: Yes, it is. Uh even if it seems
1: like he is making stuff up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I heard there's an Ezra thing. I mean, I, I can't really talk about it, but um, I heard yeah, there's rumours yes. of one, but uh, yeah. You know, I believe in this thing where, you know, we're on social media
0: and we can manifest things. <laughs> uh, I thought yeah. I'd throw my hat in the ring. Come on, mate. Can't really talk about Come it. Come on, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. You've, You've worked you with me. Disney. It's been rumoured. Matty boy, I just, I, I just think this is real. Like remember, it's not even. it's I Remember of
1: Dawson's post where again it's not, it's not official, but it's it's Ahsoka herself posting the story that oh, Mena Masood and uh, Lars Mickelson have been cast and being like, yeah, um, yeah. great news, and, and some diversity in Star Wars, and and now we get this from Mena. It's like he we goes, well, I can't really talk about it. I wonder why. Why can't you really talk about it, mate? Right. Tell,
0: tell us which, more. Go on. Which <laughs> which inadvertently kind of confirms it like who yeah, says that, that? <laughs> well i can't kind of i can't talk about it what would you mean you <laughs> can't talk about it if you're trying to um, manifest it talk about it more no exactly. he's been cast he's been cast mate it's a fact come on well it's not R- it's not confirmed don't take that R- to the bank as can. don't take Cesario it to the
1: bank. was manifesting for years she didn't teach. she didn't care she got the role don't take it to the bank take Take it to the cash machine and the building society.
0: (laughs) Take it to the Bureau de Change.
1: Nationwide,
0: mate. (laughs) That's it. Other building societies
1: are available. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, oh, But my- I
0: don't know, it, it, it's it's kind of nice to see. And we know from uh, Mandalorian Season 2 Disney Gallery, part two, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> stupid name, stupid name. I will not mm. get over that, mate. We know from that that Jon Favreau and these people involved in these projects are well aware of what's going down on the interwebs. You know, they are well and well aware. So... I don't know, man. I, 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 I think this is almost a given. You know, mm. I, I, I just think they're testing the waters. I think they did that with a soaker, you know, and I, I, and I think that I think they're waiting to see what the feedback would be. I genuinely think that. So yeah, there we go, baby boy. I think, I think. I think we got an Ezra Bridger. What else can I say? What else can I
1: say? We've got a Bridger. And I think I know I know. do always feel slightly sorry for these people because they're put on the spot. And, you know, in a way, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. Because if, if he has been cast, he can't come out and be like, oh yeah, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm in it. He has to play coy and has to say things like, you know, I can't really go into that too much or something like that. So he has to say, or if he hasn't been cast, then you'll still have people saying, Oh, he's just be he's just being coy. Uh you've got the same thing of Andrew Garfield continuously telling people he's not in Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. He is. Um so that'll be interesting. Oh, yeah in December. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's oh, no, yeah, that's it's not a spoiler because I am not a confirmed source. Um but it's just, oh. you know, you you hear the rumblings around the internet of like You know, you hear hear enough people say, look, that's going to happen. To the point where the only reason I'm going to watch that film is to see my boys back. Um, But I'd I'd like to see um, Mena Masuda to Ezra. Uh, I I feel sorry for him as well, because since Aladdin, which, which he was very decent in, he has had no work in Hollywood or something which he's been quite vocal about. Um, so if he can get the role of Ezra Bridger which will get him out to a larger audience uh, plus also it's Ezra Bridger as well so I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing more of Masood but also what, what are they going to do with Ezra we've said before the Ahsoka series takes place after he, he went into hyperspace with Thrawn and the Space Whale so what kind of Ezra are we going to get I haven't really seen too much more of Men Masood apart from him in kind of background roles or side roles to, to um, talk about his range as such but is Aladdin, you know, he was, you know, he's dancing, singing, very chipper. In that interview, he sounded very chipper, very upbeat. What kind of Ezra are we going to get? Who's, you know, Ezra's been through the ringer with Thrawn. Are we going to get, still get that kind of happy-go-lucky Ezra? Or are we going to see a more, well, grizzled Ezra? I mean, uh, that's what I'm interested in is how are they going to portray Ezra Bridger? You know, that that they've got to nail that as well. But hey, it sounds like mean, isn't it? And if it is, good for you, mate. However, yeah, for the yeah. next six months to a year you are gonna to have to keep saying you know i can't talk about it you know i was just manifesting so oh, you and McGregor did it for about five years so i was gonna yeah, say welcome to the party well mate boy
0: let me ask you a question do you okay do you do you, do you wi- okay okay <laughs> do sir? you do you wish that they would they would they would just be honest about
1: this you know I, I, you, I, you, uh, what would you rather would you rather them I do, yeah. mate. You know, I, in an ideal world, I wish they could just come out and just, you know, Disney could just put out a, a cast list and be like, right, this is who's in it. I know then, unless there's a big, unless it's part of a big reveal, like had they had they come out with the Mando season two, you know, um, oh God, I can't remember the guy's name now, but dude who played Cobb Vanth, the, the absolute stud of a man, I can't remember his name, uh, yeah. They said him, yeah. Rosario Dawson, uh, Tamura Morrison and Mark Hamill starring Mando season two, it ruins it. Whereas Timothy <laughs> Oliphant. Yeah, I've watched the film within another day, but um, yeah, I think unless they're trying to hide a surprise. So, you know, they would never have announced Mark Hamill was in the man though prior to that episode or the season airing. So, but I do wish we lived in a world where it wasn't quite so secretive, you know, and it's not just Star Wars it's every IP. They try so very hard to, I mean, even with the latest Bond film, you know, there's no time for spoilers at the hashtag. I don't want spoilers, but it, it, we live in a world where like the mystery box is so real now, and I appreciate the mystery of a uh, plot. You know, I like, I don't want to know anything about the film or television series, but I don't mind knowing who's in it. But then of course, on the other hand, if it's, if it is just like big, uh, BA moment of Ezra Bridger coming back and Thrawn, and they want to preserve that for the, for the moment. I get that, but they've got a you know, they've, you've got to feel for the actors if that's the case, because I, you know, yeah. they just want to be like, yes, I'm in it. And I want the world to know, but, Yeah, I I get why they can't, but a little part of me does kind of wish that we lived. You know, there was more clarity, transparency, and in in that we could just find out in advance. Do you know
0: what though? I I I agree that as much as as much as I I I say that, you know, seeing Rosario Dawson exactly, yeah, you know, in the Jedi in Mantalore in season 2 like i was sitting there in awe and we 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 did kind of know that that was happening we had a strong feeling about this a good feeling about this and yeah. you know we saw it but it, there was something about just seeing it confirmed for yourself you know on the small screen exactly you know, i don't know i don't it's, both sides it's of the a corner, hard mate. one right right. i I can see i
1: can see why it'd be a good idea and i can see why it's better to preserve these moments because i'm all for seeing things in my own eyes whether that is mark hamill was losing whether that is toby Maguire, or whatever in no way home or whatever the rumors are you know i don't want that to be spoiled before i want to see that i don't want to see on a cast list but but at the same time that (laughs) eradicates these really awkward interviews where they're like no i'm not i can't talk about it but i'm not in it but just you know let's change subject you get those, you know, I, I do feel kind of bad for the talent and it's a bit awkward to watch, but, um, I guess. And you know- also that,
0: that sometimes you just got to trust the creators, you know, thank goodness Grogu wasn't super spoiled. I do recall Dude, hearing yes. about Yoda's species, you know, but it wasn't, I never imagined a Grogu. I never imagined no. anything like that. So, That was just so refreshing to have Mm -hmm. that. And then Luke Skywalker. My goodness. Like I mentioned earlier, the Mando season two, part two Disney gallery episode, you know, I am so happy. That was a surprise. That is one of the, I think biggest surprises in star Wars. And that's the sort of thing that I will carry with me for the rest of my life. Like Matty boy, I still watch reaction videos to that scene. I still watch it.
1: No, man. I, I hear that
0: it gives me goosebumps and I, I, I love it. It reminds me of that time, you know, that whole season was like a breath of fresh air and and the light at the end of the tunnel that was a horrible year. 2020 it was a horrible year. So, you know, there's a lot of feelings and emotion with that. And, you know, maybe if you announce everyone beforehand, you know, I'm not saying they'd necessarily do that with Luke. They wouldn't do that, but well, we don't know, but, I don't know. There's something special, it, Boy. That's what I'm trying to say. But yeah. there we go. There preserve
1: we go. these. Preserve the surprises. Uh, just stop the awkward interviews. That's if we could have a. If we could have the melting point there, the synergy between those two ideas, we'd be living in a better world. But um, yes. But to end on, we are, we are living in a better world because, well, I hope so. Disney Plus, out of nowhere, on the 29th of September, thought, you know what? What the world needs is some Star Wars. <laughs> As MR basically. Um some Star yeah. Wars Ambient Noises. Uh, we mentioned on our podcast about the um, <laughs> when we had the Biomes episodes last year, sorry, at the beginning of the year, it feels like a year ago, but for May the fourth, and they dropped obviously the uh the interactive, you know, fly drone fly through of those starships, which is pretty cool. And now we've got Galaxy of Sounds, which is um seven short, uh seven minute long, seven to eight minute long um videos basically or clips from all of star wars with all of the music stripped out and pretty much all of the vocals and it's just the noises whether that's the sound of a crashing waterfall on naboo a dark side lightsaber some beeping droids um all these all this or the spaceships the starships themselves the coruscant traffic if you want that disney Plus has disney just decided well here it is and it kind of came out of nowhere because it, we saw i saw it first on on social media and i was like people were talking about it. i think our boys over at Found the tracks mentioned it and i went to watch it and i was like well this is novel this is really odd this is very novel but what it, what it did prove to me was on one hand how damn good are the sounds of star wars on the other hand How much better are things with John Williams' score? Oh, right. right. I I did like these though, mate. Again, they're they're just fun little snippets. But I, I thought it was quite a good idea. Why not tide us over until we get more Book of Boba Fett with some ambient noises? When I saw this dropped and I watched the
0: episodes, I looked at Lucasfilm. You know, through my heart, through, through through a forced connection, a dyad, I looked at Lucasfilm, I looked at Kathy Kennedy, I looked at all of the Lucasfilm sick heads, and I went, <laughs> I, I, I just gave them maybe a simple one. I gave them, good job. That's <laughs> good it. job. Good job. No, I loved it. I thought it was really original. I thought it was um, a, really di- a really nice deep dive into something that maybe is – underappreciated un- under and underappreciated. And I want to say forgotten, mm-hmm. but the, 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 the sounds of star Wars is so diverse and so well done. So well polished, so well created and designed, you know, it deserves this, you know, I've just got to say that I think Lucasfilm and star Wars, they're putting out some high end stuff lately. Yeah, man. You know, yeah, when you man. think about it, they're putting on some very, very like artistic projects, you know, and I think that's a good thing. To me, that shows us that there's some good creativity going on behind the doors over at Lucasfilm. So that screams to me, we're in a good place and we've got more good stuff to come. So listen, I enjoyed these. They're they're not going to change the world in any way. You're right. It was weird watching some of these and thinking, oh, there's no John Williams music. Oh, Jar Jar's scream isn't in there when he's running away from <laughs> yeah. the little blue balls. Um, but never, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I still sat there and enjoyed. I, I actually watched some of them, uh, some of the episodes in bed this morning while I was feeling nice. rough. Nice. I literally got the laptop up and I was like, look, I just want to watch some stuff on Disney plus. And, uh, Mate, I I thoroughly enjoyed that. In fact, I sat there, I had a hot drink to make me feel better, bit nice. of paracetamol, and I was like, "Mate, Sounds of the Galaxy, so good, so good." Oh, you, you know, know it. the
1: Dandelorian enjoyed it as well. Yeah, man, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you're right. It shows that behind the scenes, they're they're not sitting on their thumbs waiting for, but Boba Fett to come out or waiting for. You know, well, a bad batch to drop. They're actively creating new, fun um, ideas. You know, who would have thought? Well, I never thought they'd come up with this, but someone else, someone's come up with the idea, and they're like, yeah, let's do it. Everyone takes the sounds of Star Wars for granted now, I think. I think we all know that what Ben Burton team have created at Skywalker Sound are iconic film sounds, sci-fi sounds, everyday yeah. sounds. Uh, so to showcase it and to celebrate it in this manner, I think, I think it's fantastic. And and I I do think we take it for granted, you know, the Oscars, they always get nominated for Oscars for sound. They they love it. We all love the sound, but it's so nice to sit back and just listen. Like the Coruscant traffic is like, damn, it must've been loud there, but there's little moments and you're like, yeah, you know what? It's it's odd as it is to to sit down and watch, you know, Anakin and Padme on Naboo, just sitting by the waterfall without any um, words and dialogue. And some may say (laughs) for the better, but, um, uh, it was it was novel. Yeah, it's it's quite cool to put on in the background. I can't say I watched fully watched all of them. Sometimes I was kind of zoning out, looking at my phone, and I had the sounds in the background. But it was quite fun, and it it did throw me into the galaxy. I was kind of like, oh, so this is what it would be like if you were actually on Coruscant. This is what it sounds like. So here's me being a canon geek when I read a book like Aftermath or something when they're on Coruscant. Now I can actually in my head hear when they're talking about the hustle bustle. I can. Oh, i can hear it now i'll just put on galaxy of sounds this is what it sounds like when these characters are uh, conversing so uh, yeah good job uh lucasfilm and disney um galaxy of sounds check it out disney plus seven episodes it's about 50 minutes all in so well worth it
0: yeah get involved get in involved <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is Patrick Schneider, senior brand manager for Hasbro Star Wars Fan Business. You're listening to Star Wars Sessions, possibly Britain's spiciest Star Wars show. <laughs> Goodbye. This
0: <laughs> oh! guy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Comic-Con, we're coming for you. Uh, that was the news of the galaxy, and all that rumours and all that speculation and theorising and awkward interviews has made me a little bit part, so despite being under the weather, I do fancy a little drinky-poos. Callum, this one's for you. My friend, we are just dropped outside the Bantina, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. Yes, each week for those new and old to the show, we sit down with you lot, of the greatest listeners in the galaxy, And we do have a couple of Kef beers, which is the planet from the Rise of Skywalker, but also a clever play on beer, whilst getting your thoughts on our main discussion. This week, we wanted to know your thoughts on the Book of Boba Fett news that dropped.
0: Yes, absolutely. And we asked you, sickheads. You, sickheads, delivered. Uh, Big boy Luke Summerfield, the King of Wales, sent in this cheeky voice message
2: they are keeping their Shabbat cards close to the chest with the series for instance that poster doesn't give much away at all we got company I worry how the series will do with casual fans. My mum will be as a with a group, and I have an uncle who genuinely still to support Let's hope we have a spicy trailer in November. Boba's back, baby! Catch me online at one quarter portion, and remember, Palpatine loves a good disintegration. <laughs>
0: You're early uh, again this week. I. I look. I can't help it. I can't help it, Matty boy. That Guess was too back, much. Mate. That was... <laughs> it's the Eminem track. Boba I'm done. That's it. That's it. End of end episode of episode. one. What, episode... Three, <laughs> episode one three two. That's it. We're out. That's it. <laughs> We're ending it. <laughs> it's only downhill from here, bro. Yeah, that's true. That is it. Peak sessions. Ah, uh, Lukey Boy, you're right. I can't wait to see some big boy Boba Fett. Boba Fett.
1: So, come on, let's have Take it. Things, me leaving. I think he's got a point, though, mate. How is it going to play with the casual audience? That's a, that is an yeah. interesting point, because it's going to play well with the, the die-hard Boba Fett fans, and yeah, they're going to love it, but um, how is it going to play with the casual fans? That's very, very interesting, but not everything has to be a smash hit in my eyes, as long as it's you know, good for us Star Wars fans. But um, Moving on now, the, the return of the king, Darth Dildo. He said, I can hear Poe say, somehow Boba Fett returned. Aha. This poster is boss. Definitely embodies the badass energy of Boba and the power of Tamura Morrison himself. Salivating at this and the show, Boba is ready to get some revenge and make his mark on the old galaxy again. Can't wait. Yeah, Tamura has a presence. Uh, Jake says, posters, meh. Whatever, but bring on the show. Bobo is my favourite part of Mando season 2. I cannot wait to see more of him. Big heart eyes. And Bear, Bell Zetifar said, The poster is very thrilling. I don't have any thoughts on a release date, as any release date would have been good in my opinion. And Jamie Garwood, local oh, boy, huh? said, It will be a date long remembered. Yes, it. Well, I certainly hope it will be, mate. December 29th is when all of our dreams come true, hopefully. Or at least it's decent um so yeah thank you for that guys a couple of you know jake posters whatever fine bells out of far posters great but isn't bothered necessarily by the release date because he just wants it to come Darth dildo dylan we're glad to hear you back again mate hope you're keeping well and jake yeah we hope it'll be a date long remember day eh, bligh boy boba
0: fett's dreams can come true <laughs> he's got his own show on disney plus yo Go pack your Into bags. The ship, black boy. <laughs>
2: go
0: back. We are leaving. There we go. There we go. Somebody, someone's going to make
1: that their, their ringtone. One person yeah. in the world, hopefully. <laughs> please do it. Do it. Uh, do it. Do it. Do it. So, uh, yeah, thank you everyone who uh, gave your thoughts and opinions and sent in voice messages for the band Cena this week. If we didn't get you involved, please do consider send uh, consider continue sending them in, and we'll endeavour to get you on a future edition of. The Bantina For extra content, go to patreon.com forward slash Star Wars Sessions. You know it's going to be so good. Best podcast. Best podcast.
0: So good. Yes. You're right, Danny Boy. It is just so good. So good. Thank you. Yes, you're right. Um, <laughs> Back under the table. Patre- pay- yeah, get under the table, Danny Boy, where you belong. Oh, honestly, you can't take him anywhere, can you? You cannot. Absolute filth bag. Patreon question section of the Bob Antina is the best part of the show. Everybody loves it. We love it. You love it. The kids love it. Jimmy Adams is starting it strong this week with this cheeky
2: voice message. Luke and Matt, it's Jimmy from Kansas. Hey, I'm just sitting here during my planned period at school, listening to some Kevin Kiner, Star Wars, Uh, just so relaxing, just soaking it up and trying to find my balance before my next class. Um, Listeners with Padawans will know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyways, I've been... Devouring the High Republic, and I can honestly say that I have really, really enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. My only real complaint is I want more of it. Uh, I was only—I was wondering if you guys could give me, uh, give us a top three favorite Jedi's from the series so far up to this point, maybe based on what they've done so far, or what you think they may end up doing for the Jedi Order or the galaxy down the road. I would say that Master Comac, Vern, and Bell Zetifar with his trusty hound Ember have really captured my attention. So far, so many other great ones. Of course, uh, Elzar Man. See what he's going to do. I'm really intrigued by all these characters. Hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. Um, stay spicy, gentlemen. Right,
0: naughty question sent in there from the King of Kansas, uh, a tank boy. What, what, the 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 tank, the Sherman, the Tiger. <laughs> That's I it. can't think of any other tanks. Mayboy. Uh, big. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big. Solid. Um, yes. <clears throat> yeah, so good. Uh, Mayboy, go on. Um, uh, what are you saying?
1: My first thought was, this probably sounds all sounds very alien to Luke, all these names coming out. I imagine he's sitting there going, hey, who, what? Let's see. Let's see. Um we'll see. Uh, we'll see. Um, so three... <laughs> Uh, current favourites or top three Jedi of the High Republic. Um, the first one I would pick would be Elzar Man. I think he's a, well, he is a naughty boy. Uh, for those who have read the New public know he's a he's a bit a bit ooh, a bit ooh, with the rules of the Jedi Order. Calm down, Elzar. He's all man. Um, I like him because again, I think he's got where his story can go. Because at the minute, his story is good. At the minute, where his story can go with him and avar chris and how we well, you, you don't you don't i don't want to give any spoilers away For but you know those two together it's, it's not going to end well plus um he's seen he's seen things in the future which uh are a bit dark for the old star wars galaxy so i'm looking forward to seeing where that goes plus he's a cool jedi as well um the other one is you mentioned it's vanestra Rowe. Uh, the Miri Allen Jedi, I think she's uh, one to look out for. She's She was the youngest Jedi Master. Um, and she's got a light whip, which shouldn't work, but it does. Uh, and she's she's just a very cool, well-written character. She's only young, but she's very wise. She's very powerful. And I think her story's going to go quite far because she's already being bigged up as one of the young hopes of the Jedi Order. 200 years before Skywalker Saga, so we know that. I don't know how long a Miri-Alan race lasts for, but she ain't in the Skywalker saga, so I feel that she may end up going out in a big way later down the line. And uh, I'm going to say Reef Silas as well. Uh, I thought he he was really the main character in Claudia Gray's Into the Dark, and he kind of started off as a kind of more self-absorbed kind of Jedi. He wanted to do one thing, but his master was like, no, you've got to do this for the for the greater good. Greater good. Uh, and then you know, the lessons he learns along the way and the stuff that he has to face and the tragedy tragedy that fulfills him. I'm interested to see where his story goes now, um, considering where it ended. It gets very hard to talk about without. I don't want to give spoilers because people, people we get questions about where what are the best books to read in the High Republic or comics or where to start. I don't want to spoil anything for those people who haven't read them and then think, well, I don't need to read that. Now, this guy's told me all about it. But. Um, i think reef's got some big uh stories to come just yet. Yeah, i'm trying to say in terms of um oh i don't, i can't say it really but an arch let's just call it that he's got a lot to learn basically and i think he's going to grow into he's got like a very almost like cal Kestis vibe to him as well so um whilst kind of like twisting and going around the point a little bit as to why they're my favorite so i don't spoil the stories for those who haven't read that yet um I'm gonna go for Elzar Man, Vanestra Rowe and Reef Silas, but I also think Avar Chris uh is pretty damn good as well. She's kind of like the lead Jedi, but um there's my three. Apologies if I couldn't really spell out why, but I don't want to ruin the stories for those who haven't read it so uh Luke, do you have three and one of them can't be Yoda? I don't know
0: if I have three. But I've read, I think I'm like most of Light of the Jedi in. (laughs) Now I'm like two, I'm like two thirds of it. I can't even lie, Matty Boy, I am struggling with this book. It is just not, I just read it and then I'm like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. At least you've read some of it.
0: Yeah, Ava Chris is a standout because Mm -hmm. I think she's one of the only ones I do know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Krispy
1: Kreme. Who else is in there? Stellan? Stellan's uh, in there? Stella, right. yep, yes, yep. Uh, Stellan allies in it. Elzar um, oh, Man. They've been, they have been getting a oh. lot of them. Loading, Great Storm, Belzetifar, yeah, uh, Beriaga. Big boy Beriaga.
0: There's a really cool scene where they're where like the, the Marauders, I forget their names, they're the like. Nihil. That's it. They're the like hill. they're like charging toward... Uh is it Great Storm, did you say? Loden Great Storm, yep. Yeah, they're charging toward him and his Padawan, I think, and they like boss them. That was a, that was quite a cool scene. So mm-hmm. probably between those three. Like Stellan, Great Storm, and uh Avar Chris. I really like Avar Chris. I think she's she's quite cool, but Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, I do apologize. Maybe I'm I need to you, start again. Maybe I need to start again. Because to be fair, I did I stopped about halfway through because I was like getting busy with work stuff. And then before you know it, it's been a week, I've not read it. Two weeks, I've not read it. Three weeks, I've not read it. And yeah. before you know it, you're like, eh, it's hard to get back to. I, what, I don't know if happening? you're the same.
1: Well, I do find out of any book or any th- or even a series, yeah, especially mm. when it's as new as the, the Bly Republic, where it's characters you've never heard of, places you've never heard of, and then... You, you, and of course, you can't really visualize them. And Star Wars has done—I've mentioned this before—they've done a great job of putting out concept art or artwork for the characters for the ones who aren't in the comics. So we can. So when I'm when you're reading it, you can picture them, or you can have them up on your laptop. and Be like, oh yeah, that's what they look like, and it kind of helps. It's not like writing a story about Luke, Khan, Leia, Tarkin, Vader, Palpatine because you know what they look like, and you can you can kind of get their tone of voice, or you can read it in their voice. You can't really do that the high republic so it's yeah, a challenge definitely. but it's um but i'm enjoying I'm, I'm enjoying it though mate so um you create in your you, head
0: you? you you create in your head don't you so yeah, yeah mate. there we go we'll see maybe <laughs> you never know maybe i'll read all of it one day mate boy i don't know, I don't know. Happens, maybe yeah, that's too just, crazy when
1: we have a pint or a coffee next you'll be like all right tell me what happens in the high republic yes yeah, so, like i used to do some, in
0: the old days <laughs> something will go down on like twitter or something, or Instagram, and I'll be like, Matty boy, what what does this mean?" And you'll be, yeah.
1: like, "Well, <laughs> how long this you got?" And then chapter seventeen of this book, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I quite enjoyed doing that, mate. So, uh, well done for coming up with some answers there, mate. Uh, Jimmy, we hope you have answered your question. You've given us your favourite three. For those who have read the High Republic, let's hear your f- top three favourite Jedi from the era. And one of them can't be Yoda because it's the obvious answer. So we'd love to hear. Uh, what kind of impact they're having on you guys. So thank you, Jimmy, you tank. And speaking of which, the beard to be feared, Andreas Blum has sent us in this rather topical question. So as it turns out, he says, the synopsis for the book of Boba Fett says that Boba and Fennec will return to the sands of Tatooine to stake their claim on the territory once ruled by Jabba and his crime syndicate. This sounds like it could be about a turf war between different syndicates wanting to fill Jabba's shoes. So, do you think that we may see early iterations of Kanji Club or the Gowavian Death Gang, old classics like Black Sun or the Pikes? Will they have the budget to include Huts? Or will we even see Amelia Clark sharp as Kira repping the Crimson Dawn? After all, they have been remarkably quiet about the casting. Uh, Andreas, Ooh. that is one hell of a question. Lukey Boy, w- w- are we going to see these old gangs, new gangs, current gangs? They have been quiet about the casting, haven't they?
0: Well, Andreas, what I've got to say about the timing of this Patreon question <laughs> is simply, for the second time tonight, good job.
2: Good um,
0: job. Bang on, mate. Bang on. Um, yeah, I th- in, in, in answer to your question, yes, I think we're going to see some syndicates that we know of. I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some loyal uh, loyalists to Jabba and Bibb turning up but i think this is a great opportunity to see some other gangs uh, i'm not sure about kira i don't think that lines that quite lines up um but we'll she's see Still out there as far as she, you know she's still out there now that would be a really cool way of kind of i don't want to say pleasing but Appealing to a lot of the make solo to happen gang mm-hmm. and yeah. mandem, you know, that's going to be great, that's going to be a huge reward for those guys. Um, but then again, it she I'm going to put this out there, she might be too expensive to, to get on the show. I'm just talking practically here. Uh... This thing was shot in California, too, yeah. So, and, and I'm pretty sure she has been in London, not in California, for like the last while Boba was. Filming. so don't quote me on that don't quote me on that because i've not i've not gone back back and checked that that's what my gut is saying uh i think the most interesting thing that would turn up is probably uh black sun
2: mm-hmm. and maybe
0: the yeah. pikes uh, uh crimson dawn is a great shout because these are all loose threads really mm-hmm. like what we know from the mandalorian season two that a lot of the crime factions rose in power after the empire fell. So yeah. the Republic, the new Republic are trying to deal with that. So book of Boba Fett, you know, maybe we're missing out the most obvious one, you know, maybe we're missing out. We're going to be seeing some more new Republic stuff. Yeah, maybe so that's, that's another thought as well, Andres, by the way, mate, boy, the, what did you say? The, the, the beard to be feared. Yeah. <laughs> Matey boy, come on, that is genius. Beard, he's got a lovely beard, is not he? Like Scandinavian roots. He's an absolute Viking king. Right, he so, puts a king
1: in Viking. Um, what a
0: lad. There we, no, go, man, that's the, there we go, Andres. I, I, I'm going to throw New Republic into the ring because I, I think they're going to be a big part of Boba Fair. So, And that might be testing his allegiance a little bit because yeah, we, yeah, we're man. starting to see Boba turn into this good character and just following on from what i was saying earlier family is integral to that mm-hmm. so
1: let's see let's see maybe what are you saying mate i'd call him more of an anti-hero the one thing i wouldn't like to see is boba fett just becoming a good guy because i do think that then is true needlessly changing the character's outlook he's always been a a mercenary bounty hunter uh, a gun for hire so to then have him turn around and be like actually no i'm peace and love for all i think it would be too much of a 180s uh for his character but that doesn't mean good he can't point. They introduced in the mando that the guy is you know the guy doesn't just help out the bad guys he helps out whoever you know he has he has that oath like with mando he had that oath with him you know because of because of the army he goes you know i'll, I'll help you get grogu back and until then we are in your service so he has that code that he lives by which is uh interesting and i think that's a good way of showing his honor that he has honor code. In terms of the casting, mate, you're bang on, Andreas the only people who've been confirmed are Tamura Morrison and Ningnar Win. Oh and this show comes out in eight, nine eight weeks' time. Mm, we don't know yep. anyone who's in it. All we know is Ludwig well, Goranson's coming back.
0: Well Well we do know that our boy Brendan Wayne knows about it, has spoken to Robert Rodriguez.
1: Oh well. Our boy he's not from confirmed. our though.
0: interview with him. No, it's not
1: it's not confirmed, but you know, he knows an awful lot about, about what's that. going on think, in the, think, think about that point. as well. He does. So, but in terms of just just confirmation, two characters for a show that comes out in eight or nine weeks time. So, um, whether it's because the, everyone's going to be hiding behind masks. So, you know, with all due respect, maybe they're not the biggest name actors and they're going to be dubbed over the voice actors. Maybe who knows? Or maybe it plays into what we're saying with Men and Masood. Maybe they've got some aces up their sleeve, like Akira, Amelia Clark, and they just don't want that coming out. In which case, fair play, that's the thing. Uh, yeah, she's in the War of the Bounty Hunters, so Crimson Dawn is still about around the time of uh, between Empire and Return of the Jedi, which is, what, five years prior, give or take, to five and a half years to the Book of Boba Fett, or four years after. Um, no, yeah, it's five years later before. So, you know, she at the minute, she's still alive. She might not be by the end of the run, we don't know. But she may she may show up in the Book of boba fett i would like to, yeah, to, to dude we know that amando is tying up uh sequel trilogy stuff as well or tying into it so how cool would it be if we saw Kanji club or the or the guavian death gang just as a yeah, little true. nod yeah just, just as that connective tissue uh, even again or even if it's just like a mention you know you know what um something along the lines of look we're, we're gonna go and get boba fett told at the Candy club or something like, like a, just like a line or something like that but um I would, you know, I'd like to see all of those. Candy Club, the Daguavians, Black Sun, the Pikes. I mean, we've seen quite a lot of the Pikes. So, you know, back off, Pikes. Uh, I'd, maybe, hey, look, Fallen Order boys, let's chuck in the Haxian Brood. Sork Tormo, baby. Let's get those guys in as well. Um, But I would like to see, like the Haxian Brood in Fallen Order, I would like to see maybe a new gang as well. Look, every show, every show should be used as a backdoor, not for a pilot, but for something new. So, in terms of the book of Boba Fett, give us a new crime syndicate. You know, give us yeah, give us Guavian Def Gang and the Black Sun, but then give us a new one, a completely original to the show. So, we'll get, so the book of Boba Fett has something to offer other than oh, his Boba Fett's story. I also, brought in these bad boys as well, which can then be branched off in you know comic books or whatever to tie in as well. So, make new stuff. So, but um, the casting though is incredibly interesting because. We we know nothing or no one officially. Our boy our boy Brendan, yeah, he's close to this. Uh, he's close to the, sh- the set, but in terms of official cast list, that's not to say they're not going to drop it. By the time this show comes out, they may have already dropped one, mate. But what is it, it, it in no.
0: november the, it, it's sometime the in november isn't it it's 12th of <laughs> november that's when they're doing <laughs> their uh, special day special day.
1: day special day but again there's no guarantee we're gonna get book of boba but you know by then we'll be six weeks out you've got to imagine there's gonna be something so it, but to be fair though even if they do drop a cast list if kira was in the show i'm not sure i'd expect her name to be on that cast list anyway so um i would like to see a, a cast list just so we can have an understanding of who's in it um even if they don't tell us who they're playing you know a bit like what they did with kenobi they told us kumau nanjani uh and the like were in it but they didn't say who they're playing so they may, maybe do that let's give us some faces maybe but um yeah yeah i'd like yeah. to see those those gangs just for some connective synergy but also the haxian brood man give me some fallen and all yeah
0: definitely man it's mad that we've got stuff for kenobi like when you think about it, we have a lot more information about Kenobi than <laughs> I know. Boba and Fett, and Andor. which is an Andor, yeah, so yeah, great question interesting. Though, lads. Yeah, man. Andreas, Jimmy, you are a pair of absolute sickheads. Thank you for that awesome spice you threw at Matty Boy and I. We, mm. we need it because we got colds, you know, yes, we need do, that boys. kick
1: couple of lads couple of lags thicker than Ben Solo we got a sickness for the thickness boys um, so we want to hear <laughs> <laughs> yes we want to hear you guys thoughts on that as well what gangs are going to be showing up in the book of Boba Fett are we going to get Akira and what, what say you about the absolute blanket non-coverage of casting so yeah like Luke said thank you lads for your questions uh, and to all our patrons uh, thank you for your questions because we're going to be dropping a few more This time next week in the Bantina. However, bartender, sorry about the mess, our time is up here, but we are going to be back again this time next week here in the Bantina.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Star Wars Sessions game! Game! Yes, that's (laughs) right. It is the time of the show where we all chill out and relax. We finish every show with a cheeky Star Wars thing game this week. It's my turn to host Mayboy. Are you ready for the fill? I am ready, steady, yo! Right, okay. Play the music. This one... Is a bit of a tricky one. I can't even lie. <laughs> I picked it because it doesn't require much talking for me, matey boy. Sweet, it's all on you, mate. It's it really it's it's very difficult general knowledge. Um, but then we go into a challenge. Do you know the longest name to have been used in Star Wars for a character, oh, including man. the expanded universe?
1: Oh, damn. Is this Canon or Legends as well?
0: Uh, legends,
1: Legends
0: oh, as well damn, as no. Canon. Um, no, yeah, I don't. Like, on, on forums, they sometimes refer to this name. You don't know? Oh, mm, no, name, no problem if problem know. Cause there's a, I'm
1: trying to think of the longest name it. possible. Uh, I can think of some longer surnames, like Scissor Punch, but I'm um, not the first name. Nope, I'm stumped on that one, mate. Okay, mate, it is Hekis Durham
0: Perdo Kolok Baldicar Thun.
1: What's the was feeling? Of...
0: Hekis Durham Perdo Kolok Baldicar Thun was the manufacturing administrator of the planet when IG 88A after, uh, arrived after escaping from Holoan Laboratories on the planet okay. of Mekis three. Uh, gotcha. So easy, easy name, easy to say. Mate boy, the big <laughs> challenge here is can you spell that bad boy out?
1: No. <laughs> um, heckis. Heckis. Heckis.
0: How would you spell Heckis, well, mate? I've got my
1: hands behind my head, even though I can't raise one because of my Covid jab. Heckis, H E H E K C sorry, H E C K I S. Heckis. One letter away. Take out
0: the C and you're there. H uh, E K I S? H E K I S. Bang. Okay, right. Durham. D- Durham. D- D- uh, is it like Durham. Durham. Durham.
1: Durham Week. D U R U M? D U R U Double yep. M. Ah, Durham Luke. Okay. Heckis Durum. Durham. H-E-K-I-S. Durham.
0: Perdo. Which is <laughs> a funny one. Uh, I won't
1: lie to you, mate. It Perdo. Sounds- I mean, yeah, you've got, you got your old Perdo, you've got P-U-R-P-E-R, um, I'm going to go for P-U-R-R-D-O. Oh no, no, P-E-R-D-O.
0: Oh, I can't no. even lie, when you, when you just glance at it, like, you just look at it quickly, this is kind of what caught my eye, I was perdo. like, it looks like a different word. <laughs> I I don't know if like when we put the spot Spotify on when we put the podcast on Spotify like if they scan for words, I'm not gonna say it. Just use your imagination. Perdo, you perdo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. It certainly Co- does.
1: Coloc. 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 C-O-L-O-C. Kolok. C O L O C K-O-L-O-K. Cause we had the K's in the first name.
0: I know that okay. It gets crazy. Baldicar. Baldicar. Baldicar.
1: B A L D. Yep. Baldicar. Bald. I K E R. Oh. Don't say it a C. Close. in close.
0: No, you're right. B A L D I K A R R. Oh, come and on. And then la- la- last one is Thune or Thun. Thumb. I think it. I, 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 well, maybe it's because of my cold. Thun. Thun. Oh,
1: T H U N. It's got to be Thun.
0: Yes. Boom. X-E-tun.
1: Yeah. Yes, right. Let's have it. Let's have it. Right. Oh, mate. 100% aced it again. Easy. <laughs> what a stupid it, name. Mate.
0: Won it. So there you go, mate. I thought I'll level with you, lads. I'll level with you, mate boy. I'll listen to, uh, I'll level with our listeners. I've got a cold. I'm tired. I've loved this show Hungry. this show has been an injection into my veins but I was like let's have a chill game he's slagging now basically I, I was like if Ow. anyone's gonna know this Matt's gonna know this so there we go
1: no well, I'm not as big into Legends because not a lot of it to me was all that much cop um, certainly in with the benefit of hindsight at the time it probably was because it's like great new Star Wars but some of it was boss it's a bit like the Clone Wars so when legends was good it was you know peak when it wasn't <laughs> yeah it really no, got rough and, and it... for me it was 60 40 60 just wasn't for me 40 percent was or was fine so um apologies to the legendists out there but i did like some of it but um yeah no heckers F- baldicus durham fc turn steak i've no idea who that was no i'll level with you mate me neither Oh, to, I'm surprised to, you don't know that, but
0: had to go on the interwebs. But I had I had seen it before. It was one of those where I Googled it, and I was like, "No, I've seen that on forums before." Oh, I've like, never some seen that before, so it, it's actually.
1: totally new to me. So, uh, so good job, my friend, and um, good. also good job with an original game as well. So, uh,
0: good job. Well, there we go, my boy. That is the game <laughs> for this week, and that is
1: episode what was it One and i was exiting the latrine this afternoon and i was like 132 episodes down and i know there are some shows that have done double that or triple that but good for them <laughs> but, but no I, it, I, <laughs> it's just a wonderful idea i honestly i can't believe we've done 132 weeks and pretty much the last 100 at least 20 125 straight weeks without missing anything it's uh it's a, well, we it's a we nearly did this
0: week. We nearly did, and then we're like, "Nah,
1: come on, yeah, let's, let's, let's do it. Let's, let's blast through it.
0: Let's let's do it." But that's let's it. Do it. That's it. That's it. That's it.
1: Let's let's farm the filth. So that is that, like Lucky Boy said, for this episode of Star Wars Sessions One Thirty Two. But the fun doesn't end there. No one's ever really gone, except our colds and illness next week. Where can the world find us, Master Blywater?
0: They can find us at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Search for us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and we will be there. Just search Star Wars Sessions. Do you fancy sending us a cheeky voice note or message? Send it to our email address. Hello there. Hello there at StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Just the one hello there. Hello there at
1: StarWarsSessions.co.uk. Hello there. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Anchor FM, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere in the galaxy you're going to find a podcast, you're going to find us there. If you love our show, please consider leaving us a good review on your podcast provider of choice. Head on over to podchaser.com as well. It's the IMDB for podcasts. It's awesome. We're on there. So if you do have a spare minute, we would very much appreciate five stars and a great review from you. It really helps the show out. It gets more people in. Plus, it just feels nice to hear from you guys week in, week out. Get those
0: Apple podcast reviews in, guys, and please tell all your Star Wars friends about us. Tell your mum, tell your dad, tell your mates, tell your cats. Tell, who was it? Who was it? Tomorrow Morrison. Tell your Ewok, tell your cousin, (laughs) the more the merrier, the castle spicier.
1: Yes, tell Luke, with two U's, Uh, this (laughs) is the podcast he's looking for. So, until next time from me see ya and from Luke may the force be with you
0: always
1: Luke English Rose oh
0: Luke uh Herdo Peckis I just went with my favourite ones that's it <laughs> <laughs> Essex-based podcast heroes.
2: Tell that to Kanji Club.